This hour of Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by Baylor Scott & White Health. They're now offering virtual care anytime, even nights and weekends, on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the app today. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubie, thank you very, very much. Uh, we have one line open as I do my SPCA of Texas Pets of the Week, plural. Um, and then we'll go directly to uh, Kent in Lucas, who's been waiting through the news. And then we have Fred and Garland, our next two callers up. And then you would be after that, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. And uh, as I say, I have two pets for this week. Reason being, I didn't get the message over, I, I guess, that uh, I would be preempted yesterday by TCU basketball on KLIF. And actually, I'm going to miss all of January, just about, I think. But uh, anyway, they sent me one for yesterday and one for today. So you will get to meet in the next uh, minute or two Oscar and Pickles. We'll start with Oscar. Oscar is a terrier mix who is just under two years of age, hoping to find the happiest family ever to join in the new year. Oscar is a good-sized guy at 46 pounds. He's covered with long, curly hair and has that scruffy kind of cuteness happening. Oscar can be a little bit timid at first meeting as he came to the SPCA of Texas as a stray from an unincorporated area of Dallas County. He's had a few bumps and bruises when he first came in, but he's worked hard with the medical team to get his health up to snuff. Now, Oscar's ready to find someone who's looking to be his best bud. It may take a moment, but the more comfortable Oscar gets, the more his personality comes out to shine. He's inquisitive, cautious, and friendly. His long curly locks are just a magnet for pets and will look particularly smashing when bathed and brushed. Just like all the pets at the SPCA of Texas, Oscar has been neutered, microchipped, he's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he's waiting for his new forever family at the SPCA of Texas Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center. That's a 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30 west of Hampton Road. The center is open for adoptions every day from noon to 6. Animals are available for a walk-in on first-come, first-served basis. Appointments are also available for select animals. They invite you to browse their available animals at spca.org slash findapet. And visit spca.org slash dogadopt to inquire about a dog or spca.org slash catadopt to inquire about a cat. Now remember, if you go to spca.org slash findapet and enter the name Oscar, you'll get to see what this great-looking Oscar looks like. And let me move right on then to Pickles. You might say that Pickles is a goofy name for a dog, but when you meet Pickles, you might find it fits him. Pickles is a Labrador retriever mix who's only two years old, is hoping for a forever family while he waits at the SPCA of Texas. He has a golden coat. He weighs a hefty 64 pounds. His face is so expressive, it's hard for him to hide when he's excited. He can add that goofy element to almost any situation and leave you with a smile on your face. He loves to run and exercise with humans. His eyes light up when he realizes it's time to go out and play. Pickles also enjoys just ambling about town on walks. Now, he is fun to have around with children as well. He's not too picky about what kind of home he goes to as long as there's love to be found there. Just like all pets at the SPCA of Texas, he's also been neutered and microchipped. He's had all of his age-appropriate vaccines, and he also is at the 
uh, uh, SPCA of Texas, Jan Reese Jones Animal Care Center, and that's at 2400 Lone Star Drive, I-30, west of Hampton Road, noon to 6, seven days a week. Animals are available for walk-in. I said all this before. First come, first serve basis. Appointments are available on a, uh, for select animals. So, spca.org slash findapet. Visit spca.org slash dogadopt to uh, find out more about Pickles or Oscar. I hope we can get both these dogs adopted. I enjoy very much doing the SPCA of Texas Pet of the Week. And uh, I don't get all of them adopted, but for every one that I do get adopted, um, it's, it's, a, it's a victory. I have had myself a sweatshirt made. And uh, I got it out the other day, and we'll start wearing it again. And it says simply, this is what an adopted person looks like, because I'm adopted. You might be thinking of replacing your old window treatments with beautiful plantation-style shutters. And if that's the case, I have a name for you to remember, a place to call. That's Sunburst Shutters. That's in Dallas, but they serve all of Texas pretty much. Certainly, they serve the Dallas-Fort Worth area, Austin, San Antonio, Houston, and Waco, and they serve us mightily with wonderful shutters. These are beautiful shutters. We have them. We've had them for 12 years, and we're thrilled. You will be, too. They look as good as they did the day they were installed. They work as beautifully as they did the day they were installed. They are made of polywood. It's a man-made, engineered wood substitute. It doesn't have any wood in it, but they look like wood from 18 inches away. I'm a woodworker. I love woodworking, and from 18 inches away, you can't tell that they aren't wood. You touch them. You feel them. They feel like a grand piano. The finish is so smooth. They are white or off-white, and uh, you can have them custom uh, uh, faux-stained or custom-painted in their paint booth whatever you need. Each sunburst shutter is made for a specific window in your home. Tape and bed work done on your windows makes them all not the same uh, shape, or well, same size. And that's why sunburst shutters are so spectacular. That's why they fit so perfectly. That's why they keep the light out. That's why they keep the energy right where you want it. Warm in the winter, cool in the summer. Sunburst shutters. Give them a look. Let their fine people, their wonderful people, let them come out and hold some samples up in your windows. They'll help you. If you want to go to their showroom and see them there, that's fine, too. They'll be happy to have you come by. It's right in their factory. But uh, it's easier just to let them come to your home, and, and you can, they can measure your windows and give you the, the cost right then and there. No pressure at all. They're great people to deal with. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. Sunburstshutters.com, 214-343-2601. Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when those pesky allergies are giving you a very real headache. Just text BETTER, that's B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the My BSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, and back to the phone lines. As promised, we have Kent and Lucas. Kent, this is Neil. Thank you for waiting on me. How can I help you? Well, yeah, I want to start off, Prof- Professor Sperry. I said it feels like a privilege to speak to Einstein. Oh, no, you're way off base on the Einstein part of it, but I'm, I'm lucky to have you call. Thank you, sir. 
I see, I'm just calling up the garden of Leland Cypress. I have some over in a property that's 10 miles away, and they're 15 feet tall and 15 feet wide. And I planted some at a different house, and they've got fungus. And the horticulturist is telling me that he would not recommend planting uh, Leland Cypress due to the fact that they're disease-prone now. I mean, what is your opinion? He is spot on. That uh, that poor plant is besieged with uh, ceridium canker. That disease uh, came in about 15 or 20 years ago in a big way across Texas, and it has taken out probably, I, I'm willing to say, 75 or 80 percent of the uh, of the Leyland Cypress that we have in Texas, and it, it, it's been from border to border. I saw them dying in, in Alpine, Texas, out in the Big Bend country where it is very dry, and I've certainly seen a lot of them dying. I, if, you didn't, if you had not told me that you had some with the problem already, I was ready to cite uh, uh, some on El Dorado Parkway just uh, east of 75 that you could go look at, but you have your own example, so I don't need to do that for you. But it's, it's just awful. Eastern red cedar is a better substitute than native red cedar that we have. It is very well adapted. They grow almost the same shape and size. The other problem with Leyland cypress is that when they get about 15 or 20 years old, they begin to lay down. Their branches don't, don't have the strength to hold themselves up. They splay out, and it's kind of hard to know how to prune them at that point. It's a beautiful plant. I love that plant. And I had one, but I took it out. I, there's no, there's no spray to control that disease. So, so uh, for a, for a wall, you'd basically recommend. Because what I'm trying to do is get a wall between like a residence and another couple of houses. I would recommend Nellie R. Stevens Holly if you need a tall, evergreen, dense uh, uh, screen that's uh, 15 or 18 feet tall. If it needs to be oh, shorter. Stevens Holly. Nellie R. Stevens, Holly. Okay. And you were getting ready to say something. I apologize. Go ahead. No, if it's something shorter than that, then there are other Hollies that I would recommend. But Nellie R. Stevens, Holly is just spectacular. It's it's okay. the best of the big Hollies. Yeah. Well, I sure do appreciate your time and your knowledge. Thank you, Kent. Have a great day. Thanks for waiting on me very much. Appreciate it. Fred is in Garland, and he will be our next uh, call up. Uh, with another conifer with a with a, a problem and uh, a common problem, and I'll try to help him with Blue Point Junipers as well. We have two open lines, folks. If you'd like to call, this is a great time to call, 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. It uh, is a book that I think you'll find will help you a great deal. If you look up these two plants that we just uh, mentioned, the Leyland Cypress and Blue Point Juniper, you'll see that I scored them down, and you'll see in my comments why I scored them down, and that might help you when you get ready to make choices of plants um, as to, and, and also the, the recommendation for tall screening plants. It's all in the book. Uh, I hate to sound like that because I sound like somebody being interviewed on a talk show. Well, I wrote that in my book. Well, I, I don't do that. You, you'll you notice that I don't say that when I answer your questions. I, I, maybe one time a year or two times a year I'll say that uh, in my book. I did this or that, but almost never. But in an ad, I will. Uh, my book I wrote so that it would be a handbook, a very useful book for you as you landscape, as you try to determine what would be the best plants for my area 
for my need. I need something that will bloom in the shade. I need something that will uh, give me a nice low ground cover. I need this. I need that. And you can go through this book and find all of those. Chapter 2 is a totally different approach to things. It's a calendar. Uh, When do I do this? When do I do that? When do I plant, prune, fertilize, spray my plants? All the plants are listed by by a time of year to do it. When do I prune my peaches and plums? When do I prune my blackberries? Vastly different answers for those two groups of plants. Uh, and, and so that's all in there as well. So I think you'll find the book to be very helpful. If you don't feel it's helpful by the end of uh, spring, one, one spring invested in it, I'll refund every bit of the thirty-six ninety-five that you have paid for it. Now, I've self-published this book so that there would be no distributors, no stores, no publishing house, none of that. That took a lot of the price out of this book, and I did not increase what I make. Um, in fact, I, this is a sale price of thirty-six ninety-five. Uh, my my printer uh, had to run the cost up a good bit this time because of paper shortages, and uh, I this is the same price the the last printing was, and uh, so I've I've brought the price back down to try to help all of us. I need the cash flow. You need the savings. And so Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening, available only by calling my office or only from my website. If you want to see more about it and learn more about the book and 840 photos and 344 pages hardback, it's at my website at neilsperry.com. It's where you also can order it. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Order it now. I'll sign it and get it in the mail Tuesday. That's uh, how easily it works. If you need to call to order it, that's 800-752-GROW. But the better way is at neilsperry.com. Hello, friends. This is Tommy Brummett, pastor of First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney, inviting you to join us for worship. You can join us in person in McKinney and in Melissa, join us online. Find out all options at sharingtheheart.org. First United Methodist Church, where the love of God is proclaimed and everyone is welcome. Thank you, Pastor Tommy Brummett, my friend, our friend. That is a wonderful church. We have been members about 12 years now, I guess, and uh, 10, somewhere in that range. Uh, We had been for our whole marriage, members of a different faith, and uh, we just felt right at home when we came into the First United Methodist Church in downtown McKinney. Tommy was there then, he's still there, and uh, we would love to have you come join us. 315 North Church Street, their services at 8, 9, 10, 05, that one live streams, and uh, 11, 10. All the information and the live stream hookup are at sharingtheheart.org. Let me tell you about Ace Hardware right now and and uh, how proud I am to represent them to you here on the air. Ace Hardware stores are not just little local outlets of a big national chain. They are vibrant, big stores that have all the merchandise and that are owned by people in your community. They are wonderful stores, people who care about your community, who want to help your community because they are part of your community. 
people who know the local conditions and and people you will know when you go in, somebody you recognize and the, the people who help you uh, know their various areas. They are specialists in gardening or in plumbing or in electrical or in housewares or in paint, all the different areas that you find in the Ace Hardware store. These are people that uh, have advice you can trust. They will, you will, and grilling. They do a lot of advertising about their grills. They have grill departments at Ace Hardware. You will really enjoy shopping at Ace Hardware. I'm proud to recommend them to you. That's where I shop, and I hope you will too. Local experts with trusted advice we all can rely on. You know what they say, and it's really true. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Baylor Scott and White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, or when a stinging creature or poison ivy has reached out to get you. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now, back to Neil. All right, Stevie, thank you. Let's go to Fred in Garland. Fred, this is Neil. Thanks for calling. Thanks for waiting. How can I help you? Good morning, Neil. Yes, I... Fifteen-year-old uh, uh, blue point jennifers. I've noticed in the last several years, like maybe one branch would start turning a little bit lighter than the rest of the tree, mm-hmm. and within a few months, it's starting to get really light green. And eventually, it I'll cut it off because it's dead. The needles will start to fall off. Now I got some other ones doing the same thing. Last year, I had uh, deep root feeding done on all my stuff in the front yard, and I thought maybe that would help, and I spray them every year for, like, bagworms and stuff like that. Yeah, this is a a disease. It's a disease that is attacking uh, blue point, and it also attacks uh, some of the other upright junipers. Um, I have a, a juniper that I dearly love called Spartan. And it got my Spartans. I had two of them, one at my home and one at my office, and it killed them back a branch at a time. Um, I've had a couple of other types, and all, always the upright types, not uh, uh, not uh, not trailing junipers and not eastern red cedar either. Uh, right. It's called Fomopsis, P-H-O-M-O-P-S-I-S. Uh, and it, it takes blue point back. Uh, a big branch at a time, and you trim that out, you go back to healthy wood, and next thing you know, the other side does the same thing. And next thing you know, you don't have a blue point. You have a you have a blue uh, cone. You got a mess. Yeah, you have a mess. You, you've lost the symmetry of the plant. Right. Yeah, and so at that point you say, okay, I'm, I'm done with that. What's next? And you plant an Italian cypress, and it gets ceridium canker. And it's just, ah, man, give me some plants that don't have diseases. And, and exactly that's the problem and that's when i start recommending instead oakland holly because they have somewhat the similar shape and growth form and they don't have any of these problems if, if people will just water them properly now but if i take that's, these that's, out neil yeah that's if exactly I totally, if i cut them out and you know there's going to be a somewhat of a stump there and i, I need to plant them right where they if i'm going to replant something else okay right right how do you get that stump out of there? I mean, do you get a like an auger bit to grind it out so no. Well, that's that's what would be that's what would be used, but it would take an arborist, a tree service company, to do that. They have it's a big uh, auger that does that, and not anything that that you're going to be able to handle without a tractor. 
they can do that. It's, it's actually, uh, they, they use a saw. It's a, a, a saw that will go in and grind that out. Uh, a couple of things you can do. Uh, you can, you can if, you, if you're uh, fairly physically able, and if you have a little bit of time, you can dig around it, not, not heavy digging, not trying to dig it out completely, but try and get the soil away from the major roots that are there so right. that you can uh, hook a heavy chain around it and then pull it out if you have access to the, to the stump from your yard at a time when the yard isn't uh, wet. Uh, if you can back a car with a trailer hitch back up onto the yard, you don't want to damage the walk. You don't want to damage the yard. Don't put any ruts in uh, and don't run over sprinkler heads. I mean, that may be a right. possibility. Uh, there are people who have pulled stumps by, uh, by using a, a tire jack and just lifting the stump up a, a root at a time and cutting the roots with an axe. You, you, you'd think you could put a chainsaw down there and cut those roots, but as soon as a chainsaw hits a, a soil, it dulls instantly. I mean, faster than instantly. Yeah, yeah so I've been there. That. Yeah, yeah. So you can use a pruning saw, and that, that's another way. It, it's just it takes a little while to get them out. You may have to hire somebody to do it, but it can be done. Uh, I don't know that a stump grinder up against the house is probably going to be the most. No, these are on the border yeah. property line. Well, that's, that's going to be a lot easier then. So a good, a good tree service yeah. company uh, can do that for you. Um, and uh, let's see, what did I want to tell you? Something about the, the Oakland Holly will give you that vertical look. Uh, it'll be a little wider than Blue Point Juniper would have been, but about the same shape and size. The yeah, main this, thing, and I'm, I'm telling people, I'm telling everybody the same thing on, on planting uh, these hollies. You must water them by hand until they get established for the first couple of years, every three days, two to three days during the growing season. If they come out of 20-gallon pots, you give them 20 gallons of water every two or three days from April to October because people are trying to water them with a sprinkler, a lawn sprinkler or a sprinkler system, and they die. They don't get enough water. Yeah, that's not enough water. Yeah. So, Some sprinkler systems are like squirt you, guns. I mean, you they water, probably well, don't have the but, right head on them. But even, even when people water them by hand, they don't stand there long enough. So. It, and and I'm, I'm using that new, this is new for me after 45 years on the radio. Uh, I'm, I'm telling people if it came out of a 20-gallon pot, it gets 20 gallons of water. 10-gallon pot, 10 gallons of water, whatever it's Oh, yeah, that's rule of thumb, huh? Yeah. I was so, thinking about putting a Taylor, Je- Taylor Jennifer in its place. I would stay away from junipers. Oh, all together. I think they're all likely to have the same ceridium canker and I'm sorry, uh, Fomopsis dieback. Uh, look up, uh, look up, uh, Clemson University Juniper Plant Pathology. Those five words, and it'll take you to a wonderful bulletin that will show these various problems. Clemson University Plant Pathology Juniper. I got to run. So, so I have whole, a, yeah, go ahead. The, the whole Jennifer family is getting attacked, huh? Enough of them that you don't want any of the upright junipers. That's right. Okay. Well, I took enough of your time, so I appreciate the uh, knowledge. You bet. Appreciate the call. Have a good one. Thank you, sir. Let me tell you about my eGardens newsletter right now, and we have news in in about half a minute, so let me just do a quick version of this. eGardens is free. It comes from my computer to your email. It's every Thursday night right after 6 p.m., 
I do most of the writing of eGardens. There always is a featured plant of the week. There always is the, the gardening this weekend where I outline things you need to get done that weekend and our Q&A section. Take a look at it at neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up, and that's where you can see a sample at N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Click on eGardens. DFW's News, Talk, Traffic, and Weather Station. News Talk 820, WBAP. KPLX 99.5 FM HD2. A Cumulus Media Station. Trending now. Addressing the border in person and in Congress. I'm Clayton Neville of the WBAP 24-7 News Desk. ClassicChevrolet.com, WBAP, first traffic and weather. On the ones. Looking pretty good. That accident cleared in Dallas, I-30 eastbound at Botham Jean Boulevard. It was stop and go from the Trinity River, but again, traffic moving nicely there. And in Fort Worth, the only other issue right now, disabled vehicle as the left shoulder blocked Highway 287 MLK Junior Freeway. That's northbound at Mitchell Boulevard. With WBAP's first traffic on the ones, I'm Clayton Neville. Your WBAP forecast, mainly sunny today, high near 61, not bad, winds north at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tomorrow, colder, partly cloudy, with increasing clouds overnight. Tomorrow's low, 39 degrees. Right now, it's 46 in Dallas, and it's 44 in Fort Worth. Today, President Joe Biden will visit El Paso to get a first-hand view of the migrant crisis at the southern border. This comes after the Biden administration initially stated that such a visit wasn't necessary. Fox's Jackie Heinrich has more for Mexico City, Mexico. Major efforts are underway right now to clear out that community that's been overrun with migrants in recent weeks. This fiscal year to date, there have already been more than 168,000 crossings in the El Paso sector alone. And that is more than half of the crossings in that same sector from all of last fiscal year. But it's going to be harder to disguise the problem when Biden crosses into Mexico City. He's going to have a trilateral meeting with the Mexican and Canadian presidents. And ahead of his visit, El Chapo's son, Ovidio Guzman, was arrested. Cartels have declared war on the Mexican government. President Biden will visit Mexico tomorrow after the El Paso trip today. The capture of El Chapo's son was the result of six months of reconnaissance and surveillance in the cartel's territory. And while the president asked Congress to do more on immigration, House Majority Leader Steve Scalise says one of the first bills the new Congress will be voting on has to do with border security. Uh, We're going to be bringing bills in the first week dealing with border security. In fact, Chip Roy's bill is going to be one of those first up. Congressman Chip Roy of Texas proposed a bill in December that will prohibit the government of the District of Columbia from using federal funds to allow people who aren't citizens of the U.S. to vote in any election and for other purposes. Again, the high temperature today is 61. Right now it's 46 in Dallas. We're at 44 in Fort Worth. I'm Clayton Neville. Our next update at 10 o'clock. Check back several times throughout your day and stay informed with News Talk 820 WBAP, 99.5 FM HD2 and WBAP.com. Thank you, Clayton. If you are looking for a source for the best varieties of fruit and pecans, grapes, blackberries, and so forth, you need Womack Nursery in De Leon, Texas. They ship by mail order. You don't have to go to De Leon. You say, 
Well, get in the car. I don't know where DeLeon is. How do I get there? Well, if you want to go, I can give you directions. I can give you the uh, the street address. I can get you right there. But you don't have to do that. They ship by mail order all the time. And you own a great big orchard. You say you have 400 acres you want to put in pecans. Not a problem. They do that. That's exactly what they do. That's the bulk of their business. In fact, they sell a lot to New Mexico and to, to uh, irrigated areas of Texas as well. And they have been known since 1937 as having the finest of varieties. They work hand-in-hand with Texas A&M for the recommended varieties for the great state of Texas. Womack Nursery Company, all the recommended varieties. Now, by the time the season winds on down toward, toward March, they won't have all of the varieties. So get your order in right away, folks. That's Womack Nursery Company, W-O-M-A-C-K, Womack Nursery Company. They're at, uh, well, the website is womacknursery.com. That's the, the logical place for you to go first, womacknursery.com. 2551 State Highway 6, DeLeon, Texas, D-E capital L-E-O-N, Texas. And uh, the phone number, oh, that's 76444. The phone number, 254-893-6497. They're open Monday through Saturday, 254-893-6497, womacknursery.com. Let them know that you heard me saying great things about them because they are great. womacknursery.com, Womack Nursery in DeLeon. DFW's number one rated news, traffic, and weather station. News Talk 820, WBAP, and 99.5 FM HD2. I have great news from Baylor Scott and White Health, and you've heard this, and you see it on TV, and you're hearing it here on my program as well, and I'm here to tell you I've used this service as well, so as my wife. They've made it easy for us to keep up with our health at any time. They now offer 24-7 video visits on the MyBSW Health app. You can get virtual care whenever and wherever you need it, like right now or later tonight, even on the weekends when allergies start acting up when you're out in the garden or when you run into a stinging creature or poison ivy or some other rash-raising plant out in nature. The best part is that you don't even have to stop what you're doing to get the care you need. You can stay focused on doing what you love. It's as simple as texting BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R. You could spell that, couldn't you? to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. Text BETTER to 88408. Discover the convenience of 24-7 care with the great people at Baylor Scott & White. Text BETTER to 88408. Baylor Scott & White Health. MyBSW Health. Baylor Scott & White. News Talk 820 WVAP. FM 99.5 HD2 and WBAP.com. Let's talk about Mueller right now because it seems like these days temporary storage facilities are on every street corner. Have you noticed that? That's just the thing that's being built. But let's do a little math for what you're paying in yearly costs for that storage room. You could own your own metal storage building right in your own backyard. And that's with a Mueller Backyard Building. Their backyard building kits are easy to assemble. They come with bolt-together designs, and they're priced right. You keep your stuff at home, and you're not throwing away money by leasing storage. Their kits come in a variety of sizes with more than 30 colors from which to choose, and that adds style to your storage space as well. 
If you need a larger storage solution, Mueller's pre-engineered standard series buildings can accommodate almost any need. Whether it's a smaller place for a lawnmower, a place for cars, boats, or even an RV, you can have peace of mind that a Mueller metal building will protect those treasures at a reasonable price. See all the options at MuellerInc.com, M-U-E-L-L-E-R-I-N-C.com, or give them a call at 877-2-MUELLER to find a location near you. That's 877-268-3553. They are Mueller, they are made in America, and they are made to last. Mueller, Inc., Baylor Scott & White Health now offers virtual care anytime, like right now or later today, so you don't have to drop what you're doing to get the care that you need. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download the MyBSW Health app today. And now back to Neil. All right, let's go back to the phone lines. We have one line open at 800-288-WBAP. Just cleared it, 800-288-9227. 9227. We have James in Frisco. James, this is Neil. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Neil. It's good to hear from you. Thank you. Appreciate the call. How can I help? Well, in trying to read your book, one of the things that I could not really understand, uh, I have a zero lot line here in Frisco. The house is pretty much a north-south house. So between the two properties, I've got this long, narrow 10-foot uh, runway, if you will. And I swear to God, I don't care what I put in there. Uh, it just gets burnt. I can water it. It gets burnt. And I'm curious what plants you would possibly recommend for something that it heats up on the neighbor's brick wall in that afternoon sun. And, and I've only, I, I've got a concrete uh, slab running the full length, leaving about 18 inches as a vegetable area or a plant area flower bed area along the neighbor's concrete or brick wall i'm just baffled moving down from northern minnesota to here i haven't figured that part out yet all right now i'm a i'm a little confused because uh, you say you have planted things there and they've burned up are you talking about vegetables have burned up or shrubs uh, shrubs flowers um climbing clematis um Let's see, there, there's some kind of a fern that was a beautiful fern when I planted it, and it looked really good. And then, you know, that was in April last year, and and as the sun kept rising for the summer sun, that heat just burnt those leaves. And, and I, you know, ferns have to have shade. Yeah, ferns have to have 100% shade. They're not going to grow in, in a hot, sunny location at all. Clematis in our area... Um, I don't know which clematis you had. If you had Jack Manai or one of the northern hybrids, uh, they would probably have to northern. Have, yeah, uh, if uh, you would, you would have to have it in uh, shade after ten o'clock in the morning. And even with that, it would uh, it would do very poorly compared to what you were used to in Minnesota. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you back in my life to when I when I left as a as a junior in college, left Texas A&M where I'd grown up and went to Ohio State. And I had already taken my plant materials courses at A&M, and I got credit for those at Ohio State. I was dumb as a stump on the northern plants. And when I landscaped our mobile home in northern Ohio after Lynn and I were married, 
and uh, we were both teaching, I used plants that I had grown up with in College Station because that was what I knew and uh, had a master's degree, but I didn't know all the plants of Ohio the way I should have. And so I stuck with things that I was fairly secure with. And I missed so many plants from, from, from the cold country that would have been good, good plants for me. I was more in greenhouse work than I was in, in nursery work at that point. But, you know, when you move to another part of the country, and especially coming as far as you have, you really have to kind of you reboot the computer. You reboot the computer of your mind and say, okay, i got to start this over again because it's a vastly different set of circumstances. And our summer is so bad. It's kind of, forgive me, I spent a week in Minnesota at Thanksgiving. That's re- that was bad, and the people said, oh, it's nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, and, and you understand. And, and so uh, that little and, – and that – area between your two houses is the worst of the worst because it reflects all the heat and there's probably not much air movement through there so you really have right. to go with the the most durable of all plants and and the ones you've mentioned so far are not in that category so yeah. that's i think that's where the wheels came off for you and, and vegetables may be a challenge in there for the same reason it, it's just a really tough uh, area how can i, I want to help you now let's let's move to that area how can i help what well, else did What else saying, did you try? What else did you try? I, I put canas in there because I thought, okay, canas should do pretty good. And uh, my God, it, even that. I mean, I'm watering three times a day, and the and the leaves were just constantly turning brown. It's just too close to that darn brick of the neighbors, that solid brick wall. Right. Um, canas so, canas should work, uh, but stay away from the variegated types. Stay with the green ones. Cannas are kind of coarse for that small an area. They, they will kind of overwhelm their surroundings because they're so big and boisterous. I'd go with, I, personally, I would go with something smaller and a little more refined in that area. Um, okay. I, I think, you know, what I would do is I would, I would go into uh, nurseries that you're comfortable with, uh, that, where the, the nursery, I'd go in during the week when they have really good supplies of merchandise in the spring. Uh, I'll be very uh, open-minded about what I'm about to tell you. I'd go into Callaway's. They are a sponsor. I'd go into Shades of Green. They're not a sponsor. Those are both very good nurseries in the Frisco area. And I'd ask them to show me things that are really going to hold up in this kind of environment. And they'll, and they'll help you. And talk to, talk to their manager or assistant manager at either of those nurseries and, uh, and let them help you um, and, and show you the best plants that will handle the last furnace that you're dealing with. Because there, there are plants that will do well in that and that won't burn up for you. Okay. Well, and I, I compound it with the neighbor has those, I call them a swamp tree. I don't know if you guys call them something else. Um, but they have the knobby knees, oh, those and are I'm awesome. watering every. Oh my God! It, I put in a three foot barrier out front this this summer, yeah. and I still have those things climbing underneath his foundation into that little 18 inch. Those those dirt ought to be area. yeah. Those are that's bald bald b a l d bald cypress because they lose their leaves in the winter. Uh, yeah, I'm okay. sorry. That's a, a tree that a lot of people like. I detest that tree. It's on my never again list. They have iron deficiencies. The reason I won't grow them anymore, but they are, they are horrible with the knees, and uh, they they are way too big for urban landscapes, especially zero lot lines. That 
the biggest one in Texas, three men. I was standing with two other men, and we couldn't reach around the tree trunk. So wow. what, what business does that have growing in an urban landscape? So anyway, well, I would, I, yeah, there, that one I can't help you with. I mean, you need to talk to your neighbor into taking it, that tree it, out. Yeah, it's my neighbor's, yeah. yeah, my neighbor's tree, so I can't do anything with it. Yeah, well, like I say, try to talk him out of, of leaving it there because it will cause damage. I have. I, I even offered to pay $500 for an arborist to come in and take the tree down. Yeah. And uh, it's nothing. He just doesn't want to do anything. He's just he doesn't do anything to his yard. Mine looks nice. His doesn't. Well, the, the roots will the roots will ruin his foundation. Maybe maybe hearing that on a podcast will help him. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, that's the best uh, I can do, James. But but if you will okay. if you will follow what I've what I've written in the book, you know, in in the book you'll see that I write about Clementus not being good in in Texas and and needing the yeah. protection, the help, and the same with some of the other plants. Uh, ferns having to be they're good in a in a shade setting they're they're lovely if you choose the right ferns but you need to you need to be very careful what you plant in that area i hope i helped i, I need you did to, yeah and we're glad you're here i'm sorry it's frustrating i know it must be but just remember that just remember that uh, on a on a cold day in january it's uh, 10 degrees in texas <laughs> <laughs> yeah not minus 40 yeah, I know. I know. Have a good one. Thanks for the call very much. Take care. All right. And Randy and Waco, I'm coming right to you, and I'll help you with the red tips. I promise. Folks, I have lines. Oh, I have a line open right now if you'd like to call. It's 800-288-WBAP, 800-288-9227. Randy will be the only person ahead of you, so uh, please uh, please call now if you will. I had to have a drink of water. I'm so sorry. Normally, I would save that and and wait Um, i want to tell you about my book offer for a limited time i have put the book on sale this is to help you get ready for spring plantings your vegetable garden needs to be planted in uh, in the next uh, probably 10 to 15 days the first things go out don't rush the planting of other vegetable crops please don't rush them but the normal planting time for asparagus and green onions is late january mid to late january in this area that being Dallas-Fort Worth area, and that needs to be happening. And and I tell you that in Chapter 2 of my book and in the vegetable chapter. And uh, there are annual flowers, annual color that you need to plant. There's a lot to do in January, and Chapter 2 tells you all those things. It's the calendar, 48 pages telling you when to plant, prune, fertilize, and spray all your plants month by month through the whole gardening year. That's just chapter two. I've never put that in any kind of a book before, anywhere before, in written form. Uh, This is a hardback book with 11 chapters. Chapter one is the basics of gardening in Texas, things you need to know to get started. Chapter two is that calendar. Chapters three through 11 are comprehensive chapters on uh, trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. And folks, if you have the old cowboy boot book, and you don't have this one, you really need this one. That old Cowboy Boot Book was written in 1990 and released in 1991. It is way out of date now, just way out of date. And plus, I did that through a publishing house, and they really squashed a lot of my ideas, didn't let me have the book that I really wanted. This is the book I've always wanted to have for you. So, satisfaction guaranteed, 840 of my photos, 344 pages, 
hardback printed in Texas on high-quality paper. For a limited time, just $36.95 to help all of us. Uh, anybody with economic struggles right now and those of us with the cash flow issues, we just want to get some money in the door in the middle of the winter time. Satisfaction guaranteed, or I'll refund every penny. I sign every copy as it sells. There are two ways you can order it. It's not in stores and not in uh, uh, not on Amazon. You order it from my office by calling Monday through Friday, or you order it on my website. The office phone number is 800-752-GROW. And that's Monday through Friday business hours, 800-752-4769. The uh, website, you can do that right now, is neilsperry.com. N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Severe storms in Texas pop up quickly with wind and hail that can damage your roof. Call Wortham Brothers Roofing at 972-562-5788. Schedule your free roof inspection or visit wbroofing.com. They've been in business more than 28 years. Wortham Brothers Roofing provides the highest quality workmanship materials and service. That's Wortham Brothers Roofing. 972-562-5788. wbroofing.com. Thank you, sir. A great place to uh, to get your roof uh, fixed or repaired, and uh, great people. Let me tell you about Whiskey Stone. For, for 10 years that Lynn and I lived, probably 15 years that Lynn and I lived in the Metroplex, I was looking for a great stone yard, and, uh, well, 13 years, I can tell you, because they founded in 1983. The, the experts at Whiskey Stone opened their stone yard at that point, and I didn't find out about them right off the top of the the time, but eventually they began to bring things into my All Texas All Garden show for other exhibitors. I said, "Well, who who's that?" And one of the exhibitors said, "Well, that's my uh, Wisnad. You need to get to know him. He's great." Well, I did get to know him and his young son at that point, a Derek, just a, a really young. I think he's five or six years old at that time, helping his dad already, and uh, he's still helping his dad. They are the uh, they are the principles of Whiskey Stone, and I love this company. I love them for what they offer in the stone that they have on their 22 acre stone yard, and how they offer it with the utmost of quality and with smiles and with help and with great people around them. But I also love them for what they bring to the community. They are servants to uh, to their nursery and landscape contracting industry and to others. They do a lot to help the Denton State Supported Living Center on the projects we all work on together. That's Whiskey Stone. They're great people, and the stone that they have is spectacular from the best quarries anywhere in the Southwest and beyond. You need to go there and look around and, and take a couple of hours because it's gonna, you're going to love it. Now, they're open Monday through Saturday, 4501 East Loop 820 South in far southeast Fort Worth, 
4501 East Loop 820 South. Their website, whiz-q.com, W-H-I-Z-Q.com, and their phone number, 817-429-0822. It's WhizQ Stone. Once again, join Neil in thanking this hour's sponsor, Baylor Scott & White Health, for offering virtual care anytime, even nights, and Saturdays and Sundays on the MyBSW Health app. Just text BETTER, B-E-T-T-E-R, to 88408 to download it today. And now, back to Neil. All right, now we go back to the phone lines. We go to Randy in Waco, who has been waiting so patiently. Randy, I'm sorry it took so long. How can I help you today? It ain't no problem waiting on you. Is first, I was wanting to ask you, when is the best time to to prune or cut back major parts of a red tip petunia? Right now, yeah. They and right the now? reason, yeah, right now in the next uh, couple of weeks, and especially south of the Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex, uh, and the reason for that, your your growing season starts uh, a week earlier than ours does. You you gain a week. Uh, for every 100 miles you go south out of Dallas-Fort Worth and you lose a week every every uh, 100 miles you go north. That's just a rule of thumb. Um, red-tip photinias uh, are one of the very first plants to start leafing out in the spring. They'll start during the winter time, and you want to get the pruning done before that begins to happen. And so that would mean that, that this is a good time. I would recommend that you use lopping shears as much as you can or pruning saw as as much as you can. Don't uh, don't go in there with just a gigantic uh, uh, hedge trimmer and, and flat top them. Uh, remove a branch here, a branch there. You'll notice that when they branch, they, they send out their, their new shoots in, in whorls, in groups of three or four branches, and one of those will become dominant. If you remove that, one dominant one back into the into the cluster uh, of the other three or four you can remove it completely back flush with the other three or four and and pluck it out of the way throw it out on the yard and you won't even notice that it's gone you won't see a stub it, it works beautifully whereas if you come across and just mow it across it'll it'll look really stubbly so you can do a lot of pruning that way and not have it be very visible now, let me ask you this, though. It's my neighbor's hedges between our property, and it's keeping our St. Augustine from getting sunlight. She had the, the When she moved in the house, they weren't real tall, but she never took care of them. They're probably about 15 to 20 feet tall, some. And I have always kept my side trimmed up, but I asked her if I could cut it back some. She gave me permission. She said, you can cut it all the way down as far as I'm concerned, but... I really don't want to do that, and I'm wondering, some of the, what I say, limbs or stumps coming out, they're probably about six to eight inches in diameter. Would it be all right to cut some of them out? Yeah, um, yes, You'll, but you need, to, you need to leave a lot of healthy uh, stems in place and try not to leave those as stubs that could decay, could rot back into the main trunks because that, that could uh-huh. ruin the plants. You also, at the same time, Randy, I, I've got Don behind you in line also. I want to get to him too. Uh, but let me also say, as you're doing this pruning, even before you start the pruning, look very closely for any maroon spots on the leaves because if you're seeing those, then that means that Entomosporium fungal leaf spot is already there, and that's, a, that's an indication that these plants have a ticking time bomb. Uh, for which we have oh. no control, and, and there's there's really no point in uh, 
uh, trying to save them at that point. So before you go to all this trouble, make sure that that's not involved. Entomosporium fungal leaf spot. You can see that on my website in my uh, frequently asked questions. I have okay. only about 40 seconds left, but that's that's the one okay. thing. But, yeah, just do it do it a branch at a time, and, and you should be good. I hope that helps. I really appreciate your call. Thank you. Uh, I want to answer Don's question about trimming back Nandinas. I'm going to have to do it uh, just without taking them on the air. Uh, do it a branch at a time with lopping shears. Don't flat top them. Uh, take any stems that you have. Now, this is for the standard types of Nandinas that have canes clear to the ground within an inch or so of the ground and let them branch from the ground up. Don, I am so sorry. If you'll call back next week, right before I go on the air, we'll get you on first thing. I'm sorry. Folks, thank you for listening. I've enjoyed this very much. To Mike Bass, great job. Until next week, happy gardening.